Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. For today, Hope for Today is the name of the podcast. We have hope through two things. We have hope from God and hope in knowing the scriptures. And so we're going to dig right into Ephesians chapter number four, and we're going to read the last two verses. We're going to talk about kindness versus politeness. Kindness versus politeness. Um, We're just going to kind of just touch on this real quick and have a few thoughts uh, for us to meditate on for today. Okay, let's read these verses. Uh, It says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Quick word of prayer. Father, thank for this opportunity, Lord, to study your word together. I pray that you would speak to our hearts, help us to understand whether or not we are being polite or being kind, and help us to see you as the example. In Jesus' name, amen. Politeness versus kindness. Politeness versus kindness. It says, be ye kind one to another. Now, this is one sentence, and so we can see on one side, we've got all these negative things, and we'll look and define those here in just a moment. And then on the other half, the second verse, the more famous verse, be ye kind one to another, um, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. There is a hollow-hearted politeness which the Christian is not to aim at or copy. His politeness is to be based on kindness. And that's a quote by commentator Albert Barnes. Oftentimes we settle for simply being polite. I'm a good Christian because I'm polite. Whereas the Bible never once says that we're to be polite. The Bible says we're supposed to be kind. And there is a difference. Jesus was not polite. Jesus was kind. The word polite comes from a Latin word which means polished, smooth, and glossy. It means to be elegant in manners, refined in behavior, and it means to be well-bred, whereas the word kind means to be useful, to be virtuous, not just to have the correct response and to be self-composed, but for it to actually be something that is within your heart. You actually have a virtue of kindness. You're useful, mild and pleasant, as opposed to harsh sharp, and bitter. Um, It means that we have to be kind means that we have a temper or disposition which delights in contributing to the happiness of others. You can be polite and not care about the other person. You can be polite and not genuinely care about whether or not they about who they are, genuinely care about where they're at in their stage of life, genuinely care about them at all. And you can say, well, how can I do that? I don't know that person or this person in my life is particularly difficult. And so it gives us the contrast here. It answers that question. We've got to understand that these other things can dwell in the heart of a person who is being polite. Let's look at some of these 
negative things. The first one is bitterness. Let all bitterness. You know, a bitter person can still be polite. Uh, it means to to have bitter hatred. It's unforgiveness to the point where it causes your entire disposition, your entire outlook on life to be to be bitter. And you can be a bitter person and still have a semblance of politeness. Wrath. Let all bitterness and wrath means um, passion, passionately angry. The next one is anger. Um, and of course, we know that anger is simply um, movement or agitation in the soul. It, it means that you're, it, you're, you're, you're an angry person. You're, you're very easily angered. And yet people who are wrathful and people who are angry at times can still compose themselves enough to be polite. It's not as if they're always going through life, always going into the coffee shop, always getting off and on the subway, um, and they're just constantly exploding. Now, some people may do that, but they can actually have bitterness dwell in their heart. They can have wrath, be a wrathful person, explosive anger, just be an angry person in general, and still um, somewhat compose themselves enough to be polite. Uh, clamor is the next one. Um, the This definition means an outcry, right? A crying. It means uh, disorder, such as men using a brawl or when they are excited, okay? So it's kind of like the noisy, the clamor means uh, like you're talking at that excited tone where it's always confrontational. You have a confrontational tone. Everything is really confrontational. And you can be a confrontational person and still have a semblance of politeness. These are more of outbursts, right? Evil speaking means vilification. It has the definition is uh, speaks of blasphemy. Okay, and the last one is malice, means you're using your words to hurt people. And so let's read it once again. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Right, so this is really talking about the way that we speak and the way that we talk. Um, and you can still be polite to a degree and have these things in your, in your heart. And it, it can be agreed that if you're bitter, you don't really care about the other person. Wrath and anger and clamor. You're not really concerned about what your words are going to do to this other person. Evil speaking, because it's not only the words that you use, but it's also the spirit with which you use them. And that's why it says it doesn't give us any wiggle room here. In verse 32, it says, and be kind one to another. That's the kindness, meaning to be to be useful, uh, not only useful, but it means to, um, to be benevolent. means that you have the temper or disposition which delights in contributing to the happiness of others. You actually care about the other person, even if they're a complete stranger. Uh, and then we're to have, we're to be tenderhearted. And the word tenderhearted means sympathetic, okay? Uh, and then forgiving, we know what forgiveness means. To be gracious, to graciously restore the other person, undeserved, right? So be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. So the example then is God. Christ died for us, but God forgives us for Christ's sake. And a really good example, if we want to see polite versus kind, polite versus tenderhearted, polite versus forgiving, very quickly, let's look at Luke 15. 
and the story of the prodigal son. Now we know the father in this story is a picture of God the Father. And guys, this is the example. It says in verse eleven, he, and he, uh, he says, and he, and he said, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, "Father, forgive me the poor. Give me demanding, right? Give me the portion of goods." That followeth to me, and he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, took his journey to a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. He's demanding of his father. That's very hurtful. He's leaving his father, severing the relationship. That's very hurtful. Then he takes his inheritance and just wastes it, and not wasted on a bad investment, right? He wastes it in something that would almost be the most hurtful thing he could have done. He wastes it in riotous living, loses everything, ends up working for a pig farmer. And then he says, I will arise and go to my father. And so he's on his way back to the father. And it says in verse 20, and when he arose and came to his father, and when he was yet a guys, one of the most beautiful verses in the Bible has to be when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and treated him with politeness. And self-restraint. Absolutely not. That's not how God treats us. When God sees us coming after failure, when God sees us coming with some of our most ridiculous efforts in serving him, when God sees us coming, we've had a bad day. When God sees us coming and we think we're doing okay, <laughs> right? But it says when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. They began to be merry. The father viewed the son as if he had come back from the dead. And let me tell you something. Because of Christ and because of his resurrection, God gives us the power to treat people with the kindness that God the father himself treats us with. We treat people with kindness for the father's sake. Just like God treats us with kindness for the sake of Christ, for the son's sake. We can treat someone and we can be tender-hearted even though they are hard-hearted. We can treat them with kindness even though they are bitter and wrathful and they're malicious and trying to do us hurt. We can be forgiving even though they are bitter. The contrast. God doesn't want us to have just a shallow politeness. That's not Christianity. There are many people that are polite. And yet they are on their way to hell. They've never experienced the forgiveness that is in Jesus Christ. And we, by God's grace, by his power, by the power of the Holy Spirit, can and should be kind, tenderhearted, forgiving. We'll finish with two verses, Luke 6, 35. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great and ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. 1 Corinthians 13, 4, charity, of course, charity is 
the, the word agape in Greek. That's God's love. It's a description of God's love. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself is not puffed up. If I am going to follow Christ, be full of the Holy Spirit, and act in a way that pleases the Lord, I'm going to have to push past, push past politeness and be kind, tenderhearted, and forgiving. Not for their sake, but for God's sake, for Christ's sake, because I have also been forgiven. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Let's trust the Lord that he can give us the power to be kind, not just polite.